0: Are soft driven, slow and mad, like some new language. We are gonna talk about UFOs tonight. On seats taken. I'm Joe. Tyler to my left. Got Danny on the line. Carlos on the line. All the way by the way from Maine. See if we got any Delaware, sightings up in Maine.
1: Way up here in the boonies.
0: In the boonies. In Delaware. <laughs> we're in delaware <laughs> That's so. right. at
1: least delaware at least delaware' is a little bit farther south than where i'm at so
0: <laughs> gotcha got gotcha, you gotcha danny you with us yes okay so i, I thought we had our first abduction
2: <laughs> almost they almost got me but I, i'm here i fought them off
0: all right
3: they probe you
2: I didn't get the probe, we need to ask Seth about that, you know, why is he he so hesitant to come on the UFO show? You know, who is he working for? What are his motivations? Has he been probed?
0: That's a good question. These are all
2: questions. What kind of clearance did he have in the Air Force and what did he get to see? Exactly, what did he see in Florida? What kind of craft and where did they come from?
0: Does he know too
3: much? What did he see and what did he not see coming? (laughs) That probe. (laughs)
2: But um, Yeah I mean the UFO phenomenon that has been going on in this country I mean really Got to the forefront and into the mainstream With the Roswell incident in 1947 And it's kind of Gone in and out since then with, uh, God I remember idiots.
3: that
2: day Yeah 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 Well
0: you yesterday. know it's, it's funny that you Bring that up because it, it, I heard today on a On another podcast That somehow christopher columbus had made notations i guess in his logbook that they had seen something out of the ordinary out in the middle of the ocean i guess shortly before they got to uh they made landfall here and it was a bright light
2: well that was something i was going to get to a little bit later when we talk about kind of our theories about what exactly they are is that throughout history you know before the modern era before yeah, you know, the modern era of UFO started with Roswell, really, right after World War II. But before then, there's always been reports of strange sightings and supernatural phenomena that people have seen out in the sky, going back hundreds and even thousands of years. So, I mean, you could make the case that the UFO phenomena is not anything new. Whatever it is, it's been going on for far longer than we think. But the modern UFO sort of... Phenomena in our culture and our pop culture really started with Roswell and it kind of coincided with the rise of, you know, science fiction, the space age, the uh, space race, and all that. So, is before that, we get it,
0: is that where you first ahead. heard about it? I mean, when you were a young lad growing up, I mean, is that where you I mean, first
2: yeah, heard it, about yeah, it? Yeah, the, the Roswell crash that was always the, the, the first thing. It was like, oh, the aliens crashed there and then the government you know, there's bodies, the government go and they cover it up, and that that was the first big UFO myth in the country. There were some incidents before that we can get into, but that was the first one that really kind of hit the mainstream as, like, a conspiracy theory of UFOs and aliens are here. That was really what put the UFO phenomenon on the map, was the, was the Roswell incident, and then after that it was you know, you have Area 51, and what are they doing out there, and then, uh-huh. uh, and then just numerous sightings, abductions, and things like that. So I mean, just generally, what do you guys? What do you guys make of the UFO phenomenon? Are you guys believers? Do you don't know? You think it's a hoax? Or what are your guys' thoughts?
0: What do you think, Carlos?
2: I'm a firm believer in it. I,
1: I'm not so arrogant as to believe that we're the only race of beings in any galaxy or any universe that's out there and it's such a vast place that we've only just now started to scratch the surface of being able to explore you know robotically or you know with um space probes that go out and you know travel billions of light years away and you know beam back pictures to us of you know other planets but yeah i've always i've always believed that there's there's got to be something else out there we can't we can't pot there's no possible way that we can be yet that's all there is
0: was that your first i mean what was your first what was your first I recollection just, of it whenever you i just
1: it? i just remember growing up watching you know I, I don't know if any i can't think of any specific shows right off the top of my head but it, you know nothing that was even you know hollywood based you know you know a movie here or, you know some kind of series there it's just you know, watching like you know stuff like unsolved mysteries for instance when they would bring up you know these you know this supposed abduction of these people here and you know what did they or getting they, you know encounter and just stuff like that growing up that you remember seeing it you know it piqued your interest it really starts to make you think when you're that young you know could this really be real
0: got you yeah well how about uh how about you tyler I know you probably picked up on some stuff I've looked at whenever I was... Whenever you were little, checking something out.
3: It starts all the way back in 1996. No. But, uh... Probably just movies and, um... You know, seeing stuff on TV and... You know, I liked horror films growing up, so... UFO was always a big, uh, topic. In those, so...
0: Can I tell you mine?
3: If you really want to. Go for it. Go ahead.
0: And this will, Tyler will remember this movie because I know I, I'm sure I my first knowledge of UFOs was when I first saw uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. That was, I knew you were going there. Yeah. As a kid, when I first saw that in a movie theater, well, I know it, wasn't, it was no. a drive-in. I'm sorry, a drive-in. When I saw that in a drive-in, that freaked me out because the whole time going home every little light in the in the sky spooked me and just I, you know I was asking a thousand questions and then of course next was roswell and learning about that I mean that was it's like well I guess it's real you know I guess these things really do happen and then just curiosity gets the best of you and you start looking for books in your library or you know, talking to your buddies or whatever, and then you get sucked in, and there you go. You know, but
2: yeah, I think it's it's undeniable that this is a real phenomena. There's something going on out there, and you know, we have all these recent videos that the Navy or whoever, depending on his release, Navy showing, yeah, just showing like these black spots on camera doing weird stuff. And so there's something going on out there. The question is kind of, what is it, you know? And, you know, I think Carlos mentioned the uh, abductions. And that's another part of the UFO thing. UFO lore that's gone back forever is the idea of abductions. But what's interesting to me about the abductions is they don't seem... Like, to the people they happen to, they definitely are not lying to them they really happened but they seem almost paranormal or uh, almost like non-physical events like some kind of dream state some kind of uh, trance some kind of paranormal it doesn't seem like a physical event that really happened but it feels real to them it's some kind of phenomenon that's going on you know what I'm saying
0: yeah and half the time
3: you listen to those people you think they're crackheads or something. You're like, oh, yeah. You've been smoking it, yeah. on before you had this interview. Yeah, right. You were abducted <laughs> by the heroin monster.
2: <laughs> and there's definitely kooks, you know, and, there, and there's hoaxes and all that kind of stuff, but I remember reading, uh, I, remember, I can't remember where it was from, it was like Harvard or something like that, and like these, a lot of these UFO got these, I mean, the, the, these are real psychological effects that they're able to measure on these people, that something happened to them that actually deeply affected them and it's It's kind of undeniable that something's going on, but there's so much of these these abductions they seem paranormal they don't seem they don't seem clearly just like somebody rode up in a ship landed and grabbed them you know it seems like a almost spiritual experience, and they come out of it often with very different worldviews the kind of weirdly spiritual worldviews you know yeah. And, and, the ones, this, the ones,
1: the ones that have the outer body experiences where they yeah, they say yeah. that they they saw the things that were being done to them
2: outside yeah. of their self. That's exactly right. It's like out of body th- things like that. It's not something that like if you're literally just kidnapped by someone, you know. It, it it goes kind of beyond that. Yeah, and so that that's what kind of makes it interesting to me is like I don't know. I think it goes beyond just something flying here and grabbing people mm. and i was reading this book uh one of the books i was reading for this well i read it before but i was kind of going back through it for this episode it's called messengers of deception ufo contacts and cults is written in the 70s by this guy jacques Vallée, and he's like a he's kind of uh like a physicist type academic
0: yeah i know who you're talking about
2: yeah, well, he he gets cited a lot in ufolo- ufology yep. because he generally doesn't believe in literal space aliens flying here, literal crafts, but he doesn't think it's a hoax either. He thinks right. kind of a more paranormal explanation, and he talks about the like so many, especially in the seventies. Like, seems like in the seventies there was a big explosion in like cults, cults, and cult behavior. Yeah, on that kind of weird, just kind of weird stuff like that, and he was talking And this book was written, and he and he makes lots of connections between popular occult groups of the day and u and UFOs. Like a lot of them claim to be influenced by UFOs or UFO abductees, and
0: you. That's that's true because I I was, again, I'm going to refer to another podcast that I was listening to, that he was interviewed. um, uh, Joe Rogan interviewed him, and oh yeah. Yeah, and it's if you, if you seriously, if you ever get a chance, you'd learn a lot from listening to him. Um, the that guy Travis Walton, Fire in the Sky, that movie they did when he got abducted. They were out in the woods. Him, um, Barney and Betty Hill, they got abducted on the East Coast, I believe in um, uh, New Hampshire or something like that.
1: Yeah, Portsmouth, port, New Hampshire.
0: Yep, yeah. So that's kind of up in your neck of the woods. But uh, yeah. as a side note. Um, talking about uh, Jacques, the guy, and Carlos. You'll know this. The, you remember the Frenchman in uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind? He was kind of the leader of the investigative group. And um, oh yeah, you remember the French guy? I that, do. Yeah, the Jacques guy that uh, Danny's talking about. He was this guy um, portrayed him in that movie. Oh, that was him. Well, really? no, that wasn't him, but the the, the the character... Oh, there was a
1: character based on... Oh, okay, the character was based on yeah, him. Yeah,
0: Steven Spielberg okay. invited him to come in and, and to oversee everything uh, about gotcha. the movie. And they just kind of used him. And there was an, uh Remember the scene where they were trying to find a map and they couldn't find a map, but they found a globe? Yeah. And they rolled that over? Well, that Jacques guy, he said, that really happened. They had a... a they were trying to find... Where latitude, these numbers kept popping up. Where they were getting these numbers when they would have a sighting or something.
2: Yeah, and it was latitude
0: yeah. and longitude. That's a true deal.
2: I, I had no idea he was on Joe Rogan, and I'm, I'm looking it up now. And yeah, I need to I need to listen to that episode oh, yeah. cause I, his book was his book was really interesting because he really comes there from a perspective that you don't usually hear because people usually will just go at it straight up as either these are aliens flying here with, cause they have advanced spacecraft yeah. or they'll say it's like, or they'll say the other thing is like, Oh, it's just secret American area 51, you know, test craft or something. Yeah. But he really looks at it from more of a paranormal perspective. And I, I'm kind of starting to think of it that way as well. You know, he, you know, one weird incident that happened to him while he was actually researching this book is he was looking to one cult. It was called the order of Melchizedek, which uh, Melchizedek, I think that's how you say it. it. It's a character in the Bible, anyways, but I, f- I forgot exactly what his deal in the Bible is. But there's a there was a cult back in the day that used that name, Order of Melchizedek, and they were involved in kind of UFO stuff. Oh, but anyways, cool. while he was, re- while he, like, just weird stuff like this happens. once time while he was researching them, he gets in a cab in L.A., and he has a picture of this receipt. This cabbie gives him a receipt and he puts it in the book, and the cabbie signs the receipt with his name. I guess that was the thing people did back then, so they would sign the receipt. And he signs his name. His name is M. Melchizedek. (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: a name.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, and he said he looked it up in the phone book, and there was only, like, one Melchizedek (laughs) in the whole of L.A. It's just a weird coincidence like that. Kind of pushed him over the edge to get almost schizophrenic with it, honestly. but. Yeah,
0: and there's a lot of those in the UFO community too. Schizophrenia. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I'm sure, but uh, I don't know because, like, you you think about it. Okay, if if they're literally aliens, like, what are they doing? They're just flying here and they're doing burnouts and donuts in front of our military just to screw around because that's all they seem to be doing. It, it just I find it hard to believe it's literal aliens on a, another planet, millions of miles away. They just built this craft and they're over here flying around and it like if they didn't want to be seen I feel like they wouldn't be seen and that's and that's and that's the point he makes in the book also is that like these crafts whatever they are they appear intentionally to people
0: yeah
2: like they want to be seen this isn't like you accidentally catch a glimpse of them it's like it's like a performative thing yeah.
0: like well I mean it's, in,
2: it's intentionally being seen and, it, and he makes the point that like the amount of credible, I get. I mean, it's hard to say credible when you're talking about UFOs. But like the amount of credible,
0: I don't know sightings. I don't yeah, know. yeah, now. now
2: but yeah. but he, he he makes the point that the amount of credible sightings that you that people have seen across the country, there's so many of them, like spread out so far mm-hmm. that it's hard to believe that like there's that many like literal space aliens flying here just doing tricks. Because they're all over the place. It, it
0: could, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it, it could be like, um, like, I've heard somebody use the term of uh, being static, like a fish. Like a fish is yeah. in, in a stream, and you keep seeing the fish pop up over here to your left, one to your right, one right in front of you. And you're like, man, there's like a million fish in here, but it's probably only one fish that's doing all that. He's moving, he's swimming, yeah. you know. And it could be the same thing with maybe certain areas of the, um, you know, of the globe if you will. Well,
2: it's it's like all over the world and years and years and years of this. I mean, this has been going back at least to the 40s, but then you can even go back further. There's like lots of, um, you know, there's lots of sightings of them going back in the 1800s and even before. And like you said, Columbus maybe saw something.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, that was brought up and I that was brought up in a conversation with um, that podcast I was listening to. It was just like, what? I mean, what are they talking about? Christopher Columbus, but you know, it it, it goes back all the way to um, to Egyptian times. You know, where were yeah. There's yeah, actually uh, got the early history, cave early. drawings and things of a. Uh, even there, they were talking about a a, a painting that was done of uh, of Christ on the cross, and yeah. there were people below looking up to their left or their right, and there was some sort of uh, capsule or something that had somebody in it, you know? So
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, like the humans seeing weird, unexplainable phenomena, especially in the sky, has yeah. been going on for hundreds and thousands of years. This is, it's just been going on forever. Yeah, it, it just makes me think this isn't like just aliens flying here. Because and, and, like, what would they be doing? They're just they're just doing tricks in the sky to to mess with
3: us. Maybe we're too I, advanced I, for ourselves. Maybe they know I, something we don't know. I don't know. know.
0: Maybe it is us.
2: To me, it seems much more like a paranormal phenomenon. Or, maybe we're, or maybe we're an experiment
1: yeah. that they're just checking up on to see how we're doing.
2: <laughs> it could
1: be.
0: Well, that's funny you say that, Carlos, because they're, these podcasts I've been listening to, they talked about... Um, all this activity really kind of started up after we had dropped the bomb over in uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. That all this activity just kind of started happening. You know, so maybe well, that's what it is. Maybe like Hell, they're up. fixing to kill each other. <laughs> they're well, going to see what's, what's going on.
3: Is, uh, <laughs> what have y'all heard about the Foo Fighters?
0: Yeah. The band? No. And oh, I no. I'd like to know if that was no, really... That, that was a real case, name. Yeah. <laughs>
2: let me pull that up I got this book here. Carlos to head might out. know
0: that he's a, he's a music buff he might know that since they were no, got, in the Pacific I never even put
2: Germany those two together Hitler. yeah and another case in World War II that was very famous is the L.A. Air Raid where yeah. there were sightings up in the sky and you know it was chalked up to paranoia and hysteria but like they deployed all these anti-air defense and naval ships and stuff and started bombarding what they thought were things in the sky. Nothing came down. Nothing got shot, and they ended up like doing a lot of damage in
3: LA. Yeah, and you know, more recent times, the stuff that's just coming out from the Navy, well, coming out by the government, which is kind of weird. Because I remember a few years ago, um, the pilots that were involved with seeing whatever they saw when they were up there flying they came out on like some sideshow on their own and talked yeah. about this and then you know I guess you know it started picking up attention here recently which is weird why would the government all of a sudden be like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah so going this back, is breaking news now
2: yes yeah, so going back to the Foo Fighters here's one story so I got this book by Jim Mars and it, it's kind of like a catalog almost of like 20th century UFO sightings but the Foo Fighters here's one it says this guy was on a flying a British-made twin-engine night fighter called a bowfire over Germany's Rhine Valley when what appeared to be flaming globes suddenly appeared and moved towards his plane. I turned starboard and the balls of fire turned with me. I turned to port side and they turned with me. We were doing 260 miles an hour and the balls were keeping right with us. When I first saw the things, I had the terrible thought that a German was ready to press a button and explode them. They just seemed to follow us like the Will-O-Wisps. So I mean, these these things were just following them around and able to follow them perfectly, but they were, seemed to be like what he called balls of fire, yeah. and I think they were called Foo Fighters. It says it in here. Thank you. Foo, foo is an adulteration of the French word for fire, foo, indicating a firefighter. So they looked like balls of fire to these people.
3: What Sweet. if these things were seen? You know, wide flashing across the sky. Um, what if they are well, a ship? What if no. it's like a drone? That there's go one worm. step,
1: go one step further, and it's not just the stuff that you see flying in the sky. What about crop circles? Ooh, that's
2: another can of worms. <laughs> yeah,
0: <I> mean, <laughs> that's, that's something that hasn't been around in a while. I mean, I hadn't heard any more of crop circles in years now.
2: I was just well, you, it,
1: it, it's not. It, I don't think it's so much a phenomenon here in in the states as it is in Europe. I think the the bulk of the crop circle stories that you hear about happen in European countries. Yeah, happen it's in, happen in England and stuff like that.
2: It's tough because those can obviously be faked. Mm-hmm.
3: And a lot, I think yeah, of, lot, of, a lot of time.
2: Yeah, but, you know, people, people do stuff like that.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, with, you know, with, some of with them some of
2: of are unexplained, though. Some of them are not really explained. Some of them are faked, and some of them, it's hard it's to a tell. Lot of, it's a lot easier to fake them now because, I mean farms that
1: use that do um, corn mazes and, you know, the fall for, you know, touristy type stuff. They use GPS locators and yeah. set a tractor out there that's unmanned that goes and cuts, you know, a corn maze out for you. Yeah. But that te- that technology didn't exist hundred years ago.
2: And you I know, think there were fifty years ago. Yeah. I think there was something with the crop circles where the the, the stocks were like bent in a way that was like like, they weren't broken. It would be really hard to do if you are doing it, like, on a mass scale, manually, mm-hmm. just trying to, like, do it yourself. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about crop circles, but it's a very weird phenomenon also. Yeah. And, and it kind of goes along with the whole UFO thing where it, it appears very performative. As if, like, they're not doing something except they're they're doing something for the the effect that it has on us. Like, the purpose of it is... To scare us, or to, to get the kind of rise in us, like it's it's a performative thing
1: yeah, to see our you're reaction. You're not the only ones here.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and that's why thing. that's why like I kind of I kind of feel like it's it's sort of in the paranormal sphere of things. I, I I honestly I don't think these things are literal physical ships. I mean, you see the videos of them, but like I don't think it's an actual spaceship flying around. It I think it's some kind of Paranormal, and, spiritual phenomena. To if, be honest, because if, it's been going on for so long, and I, I don't know.
0: If I could, if I could interject something on that, I, again, I, I would go and listen to um, the podcast with uh, Bob Lazar on on Joe rog- Joe Rogan's podcast. Listen, to, listen to what he how he describes what he's seeing, and kind of his whole story, and you'll go away. You'll you'll come away thinking. Wow, this is really crazy because how he describes its movement um how it uh how it operates what it looks like all that kind of stuff it's it, it's almost like we're we're getting the the uh the video version of it now with uh with all this um, um uh, footage you know that are coming from the f eighteen pilots and yeah and they cooperate with him you know about what he's talking about and how they move. And it's just its just so coincidental how all these things are lining up, you know, um, how some of these things can go into the water, go up to about 60,000 feet, and then go up into space or maybe 60 – well, I think it's like 80-something thousand feet drew up into space pretty much. But, I mean, to go up there and then to come back in the blink of an eye and – you know it would it you'd probably have a lot better understanding of it you know the physics part of it and and what the what they're made of is if you listen to that podcast i mean i learned a lot from it i just wish i could remember every damn thing that they <laughs> said
2: yeah yeah so in like the latest video that got released was uh the one the ufos disappearing into the water and that's kind of what they talk about is it can sort of basically fly through the water at the same speed of the air as if, like, the medium doesn't matter, indicating it's not, like, a normal propulsion. It's, some like, the, the if it's really a, you know, a technological craft, the idea is it's some kind of gravity manipulator.
0: Huh. And,
2: but, you know, you talked about the, the recent uh, Pentagon revelations and all that. What do you guys make of that? Because I'm... I'm highly suspicious of after all of these years, all of a sudden the Pentagon is releasing these, but like this has been going on for 70 years at least. And now and now they're just releasing these and saying, oh, we have no idea what's going on. I don't know. It, it just yeah. seems like something deeper is going on there where it it doesn't seem kind of on the up and up to me. It seemed it's fishy to me that all of a sudden now they're releasing them and, oh, we don't know what they are.
1: Maybe, maybe someone had something that they were afraid of getting out so they kind of threw this out there as a smoke grenade that maybe deflected or if, they, if, they're, if they're really on the up and up about UFOs really being in existence and they really believe in it, they really want to study it, investigate it, whatever you want to call it open Area 51 to some form of public scrutiny and let us know what's been going on there um. all these years what did you? What did you really, or did you really not find from a supposed UFO that crashed in the New Mexico desert? And what what have you been studying all these years about that? And what have you what have you figured out, or what do you think you figured out?
2: I think I remember hearing something about a lot of the records of that day were destroyed, or not destroyed, but you know, quote unquote, lost. Mm, uh, of course, of course, so they they were you know burned or whatever, but. uh... Yeah, yeah, they really. I, I just don't buy it that like they're they're just releasing this and they have no idea what's going on. And you know, what's really weird about this too is like this recent wave of disclosures from them. It's all very recent. It's all like like the oldest incident they're talking about is like 2004, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And this phenomena has obviously been going back, like I said, 70 years. So, but they're only talking about like these very recent phenomena in the last like 10, 15 years. So, I I don't know, I I find it suspicious, and, like, you know, there's there's been a, you know, totally just theoretical conspiracy theory, but, like, one thing that people have said is that kind of one of the things that could happen is the government would fake an alien invasion, (laughs) fake an alien invasion to make it seem as if there's a threat from outside Earth. Which would encourage all of Earth to kind of team up into a one-world government? NWO. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Which I I don't know. I mean, maybe there might be something to that, but I just I just find this whole disclosure recently suspicious, and I'll take it anything they say with a grain of salt. Yeah, it kind of goes. Uh, it
1: kind of It kind of goes back to your Bigfoot episode that you did too, with you know. If, if this is really out there, and I mean, you know, kind of piggyback a little bit on what you're just talking about with, you know, why or how they've decided to start releasing this info, but just from a specific time going forward and nothing prior to, maybe it's just because of the advances in technology that are available to average everyday people that you know, if this has really been faked all these years, that you know, they're afraid that someone with a high-powered lens is going to actually catch a catch a photo that's, you know, ultra 4K, you can't dismiss what we're actually seeing here and actually, you know, catch them in the act of whatever it is that they've been up to. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: And you also gotta and think, you know, you you gotta, know with Area you, 51, you gotta, if it's that, you know, if that's secretive, the government ain't dumb. So if there was something there, it ain't there no more. They were yeah, I mean, on to a different location and that's just... You know, a pawn.
2: I always like
1: it's like Danny said though. You, yeah, it's like you said earlier. You know, records get lost, records get misplaced. There's, you know, there's like again yeah, yet. Yeah, there's probably it's been it's probably been sealed up and shut down for you know the last seventy years of it. You know, they they might have been there for two years and it's all been closed up and just guarded since then.
2: Yeah, I was watching the sixty uh, minutes had a big report on this Is last Sunday, and I was watching that and you know, one of, the, one of the people they had on as a former pilot mentioned about this stuff was unclassified. And it made me think. So, like, if it's unclassified, they purposely declassified this. And I don't believe these people are just going on 60 minutes on their own volition. They're being pushed to do this. It's totally approved by DOD and probably driven by them. Yeah. And probably in collusion with the DOD. Like, this isn't just a coincidence that this is coming out. Like, this is this is orchestrated and purposeful. for a reason
0: well that uh the the fravor that wasn't here like that was probably that was several years ago that that happened i believe yeah so i mean they've been sitting on that footage i guess it got leaked and that's how the new york times picked it up and published it and had an article about it and, and you know the story about it so i mean the cat's out of the bag then and i think even the the most recent guy, he did it with his, uh, um, he took video of his, with his, uh, his cell phone.
3: Yeah. While he was flying. Well, that's how a lot of the videos, were. I mean, there was some, you know, thermal video that they had, which, God forbid it's ever, you know, colorized and all that. I don't know why we don't have color video recorders on an aircraft, but, um,
0: Two thousand four is whenever his incident happened.
3: Right. You think that all this is coming out just because um with how, you know, crazy the world is getting. And like you were saying earlier, uh, Carlos, um uh, maybe the government's just trying to get ahead of the the curve here. Like uh, if we don't put this out, then people are definitely gonna think we're trying to hide something here. Right. I
1: think there's an
2: end game here. I think there's a reason for this third opening us up to something that hasn't come yet there there's an end game to this and i feel like there's a reason for it and we don't know it yet
0: so you're but, thinking they probably give us an just enough to keep us happy possibly but i think that's I think what they're, they're doing they're just giving us think, a little bit of taste and then we will chew well, on that for a while if you really want to
2: get my schizo hat on, my tinfoil hat, you want know, you want to t- me to yeah. tell you oh, what please. I really think. Your
0: Hershey hat. By all means.
2: Yeah, let me get this tinfoil on. It is well, I read this book called it was by a Orthodox priest, and this was also written in the seventies. I'm not Orthodox, but it applies to really any Christians. Anyways, he had he had a lot of interesting outlooks on a lot of modern things. He was not big for, big on yoga. He thinks that's evil. But
3: one of the things, <laughs> Yoda or yoga.
2: Yoga. Probably Yoda too, honestly, but <laughs> either one. But he, I mean, he basically makes the assertion that these are demons. This is a demonic phenomena that they're playing with us and goading us into this kind of universalist worldview where we are not special. We are just one another being and another planet on another rock. Because cause what do people have always said, one of the things that's always been said is like, okay, if UFOs come, then like then christianity doesn't mean anything it's it, you know it's invalidated right
0: mm-hmm. um, and, i could buy into and, that a little bit i mean and,
2: and so this is sort of like a and these things are so performative man like they they want to be seen i'm telling you they, like okay you, you see these lights in the sky fly around you think ufo's if they're real space aliens you think they need to put on headlights yeah no <laughs> the, the only thing <laughs> the only reason airplanes have lights on them is to, to be seen by airplanes you know you think? Yeah, that's a good point. You think UFOs you know, care if, if you know an airliner crashes into them? No, I mean they could. You know, if they're that fast, they're not even. An airliner's not going to get near them unless they want it to. Mm-hmm. Right. I haven't even. Th- I haven't even thought about it from that
3: perspective. Well, what's weird? It's, it's, totally it's, it.
2: it's totally like an on-purpose, intelligently like done thing to promote some kind of it's It's to make an impression on us and get something in our heads all right? it's It's done on purpose to get some kind of impression on us. And the question is what and by who? in my opinion. Well,
1: you know piggybacking a little bit on the religious aspect of it, like you said, if it comes out that there are other beings and it takes away the the mystique of the Bible, and you know there's no more one being that created all of this that we know to be you know out there.
2: Well, yeah, who would want that, obviously? You know, they're,
1: they're, take, they're, they're taking the Bible out of everything these days as it is anyway. Yeah. You know, it's almost like making religion, you know, outlawed in some, you know, regards. Is, you know, it seems like the way that the, the country, at least our country is going. Yeah. So why, you know, why not get ahead of it in that regards? You know, we'll start leaking this stuff out there and we'll start, you know, put these thoughts in their minds that, well, maybe we've been wrong all this time.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think it's something in that direction, and in, in, in the in the Jacques Vallée book, I was—is it Vallée? I don't—I don't even know how to say his name. I just read the book.
0: Oh, you're right. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he talks about like a lot of this UFO phenomenon gets related to these cults, and some of them are satanic. And I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a coincidence to me that.
0: Yeah, but don't those people story. usually pick just some sort of animate object or some sort of. Thing or
2: well, a lot of them claim to be abductees or contactees.
0: Hmm.
2: Like, they've been... These things have come to them. And if hmm. if we go by, uh, you know, the religious outlook on them, that these are demons, and that kind of starts to make a little sense, you know? Yeah, it
3: definitely does. I mean, if people are their experiences and out-of-body of experience, you know, a demon has that power.
2: So. Just, I just... I find it hard to believe that they're... Aliens just flying over here, doing donuts and burnouts in front of people, just to, you know, like what are they doing? And then I, I also, it's obviously not fake. It's like not, it's something going on. It's not just some natural thing in the atmosphere. You know, it's something. It in the in the way these these things behave, they have an intelligence to them, right? So I mean, it's something.
0: I mean, couldn't there still be a single creator? And still have all this? Well, I mean, I mean yeah. I just,
2: like, are you are you are saying like, okay, yeah, Christianity's real and the God and God's real, but He also made aliens on another planet?
0: I mean, if He made all the galaxies and the cosmos and all that, I mean, okay. I mean, then maybe it's just something we haven't discovered yet. I don't. I mean, I I hadn't really dived real deep into the Bible, and I'm still learning a lot about it, but. I've never seen anything, and it's like you don't. Uh, was it? Uh, yeah. Don't idol, I mean, idolize false idols, or, or, you know, don't worship false idols and all that kind of stuff. I mean, nobody's worshiping aliens. At least I'm not. I mean, there are cults, like you said, right. but that's their business. I mean, they're going to have to pay for that, I think. But when it comes I, I, to the I, whole galaxy and 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 what's out there in space, I mean, if if God created, and I believe He did. If it's there, then he created that as well. We just hadn't seen it yet. And I hadn't seen anything in the Bible where it says, don't believe in uh, extraterrestrial activities or or anything like that, or uh, visitors. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean... I think
2: that's all true. But if, if you know, we, if you turn on CNN tomorrow and, you know, the president appears next to a space alien telling us aliens are real... <laughs> The effect is not going to be people being more religious, right? I it's going to, standing
3: next to anything. I wouldn't believe it. Yeah,
2: yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I don't think he could stand mean. next to himself.
2: <laughs> every time I see him, there's some, there's another deep fake going on in every video I see of him. It's, it's, it's driving me insane. But uh, <laughs> there's
3: Joe Biden an alien. I agree.
2: Yeah. No, but. Um, the effect of like the revelation of the existence of aliens is not going to make people more religious in my mind I think it's going to make people more I guess scientifically oriented which is basically a religion in it's own right it just doesn't call itself that but I, I think it would lessen Christianity I mean it would certainly cause Christianity does place a huge focus on humans here on earth right and like the son of God walked here with us and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it would definitely like decentralize us in a way that I think would cause Christianity to diminish. And so if you go from like the perspective that, okay, maybe these things are demons. Well, demons obviously don't want you to believe in God. Right. So like if they present as aliens, this now this all sounds really crazy, but if they present as aliens and then aliens are presented as real, just regular beings on another planet, it would have, I think, the effect of diminishing Christianity.
3: Well, you're that's just playing the devil's hand. I mean, he wants you to think that. Yeah. he wants you to question. It,
2: exactly, and that's and, and and that's why I'm saying is like, I kind of think this UFO phenomena is in that ballpark of demonic phenomena.
0: Yeah, maybe that's why Zeth does not want to talk about it.
3: Yeah, probably. well, I mean, he's probably I mean, been abducted it, probably it too. To be fair, it.
0: you know, I mean, maybe he just doesn't want to talk about it because it probably. You know, he he seems to know quite a bit about the about the bible i mean he's able to you know yeah. quote things relatively quick he's pretty quick-witted whenever it comes to that and i can appreciate that and i mean some people don't like talking about that subject because it may be sound like you're trying to show favor towards my whole thing is the unexplained you know i just yeah. i just want to know what it means i'm not going to bow down to anybody but christ so it's for well, for whatever it is I mean I just like to know what it is you know what it's my, about
2: in my mind without explaining what it is what I find interesting about it is like you know for all of human history there's always been unexplainable phenomena that mm-hmm. people blame on any kind of supernatural being right yeah. But then we've kind of we've kind of got into this thing in the modern world where everything is scientifically explained. Like, okay, you see this; it's because of this chemical reaction. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
2: Everything is scientifically explained, but this happens, and you see it now. You see it on TV. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Yeah. And there's no explanation for it. Nothing even close, really.
3: Yeah, and to kind of so get just, even weirder, yo, why? What the hell? Do, what do demons want to do with our military? Why would they be up there just screwing around with some? pilots
0: well they're not aggressive they're not shooting at us they're not trying to take well, out our military while,
3: all people to go and jack with
0: we're talking you know, about people that have been abducted you know that have the worst case or worse experiences with it all but I mean, there was something
2: yeah there was something in the jock book I might have to look back on it but there was something about something about how they do seem to target military installations and craft like it's like they're mocking them like okay you you think you're the greatest military in the world you can't touch this you know it's like yeah it's like making fun of them in almost in a way like you know Maybe we got these we got these f whatever fighter jets and they're like dumbfounded by these craft right
3: yeah what do you what do y'all know about um this kind of ties into the abduction part in people's stories what do y'all know about sleep paralysis Ooh.
2: I mean I've had it before I mean I know a little bit about it what I haven't researched of, I've it a it lot
3: several times throughout my life and um kind of stories we are talking about and what I've heard could play into that um, that's an interesting like point yeah you don't have any control of the situation and it's always something terrifying you never have sleep paralysis and like you're going to turn in your winning lotto ticket or something um, it's always something crazy scary happening you're like, oh my god, and it's like you're there, but you're not there. You know, you try to move, yeah. you try to pick your arm up, you try to get out of bed, and you almost feel like you're mm-hmm. right awake or you're waking well, it, up.
2: It's interesting you mentioned that I remember reading a few years ago, someone was—I can't remember where it was—but someone was talking about that that alien abduct, abductions, like mm-hmm. the the experiences that these people describe, are very very similar to sleep paralysis episodes often like alien abductions happen while people are sleeping in their bed yeah to the point where it might even be like a sleep paralysis episode
3: and it's no joke if you've ever had it um, it's like say a robber came into your house and yeah. you're laying there in bed and you can hear him foot for, footstep for footstep walking from the front door to your door, and it almost gets to the point where that door is about to be opened. And then it's like you finally wake up or something happens, and you move on from that. Well, so you're,
0: that, you're asleep, and you hear this, or you're awake, I don't know. and I you mean, just so woke up from sleeping, and you're on All, all we can so
3: explain it's it's, is sleep paralysis. That's <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know.
2: So sleep paralysis, what it, what it is, is you're in bed, right, and you're sleeping, but like you kind of wake up, Mm-hmm. But you're in that, like, half-sleep stage where, like, you're aware of your surroundings, you can kind of look around, but you're, what I call sleep paralysis, you're, like, asleep enough to where you can't move. Yeah. But but you can, like, look around your room that you're in. Well,
0: that sounds like that episode I told you all about on our Bigfoot talk. When yeah. When I felt something pull me out the window, and I don't know why I brought that up during Bigfoot, but... That would have well, been more towards alien or some abduction-type driven thing, you know, because... Well, yeah. I mean, what I it, remember seeing was something that had, like, one eye. That's all I remember.
2: Well, sleep paralysis, what goes along with it is, is you see weird things. Yeah. Because you're in, like, a dream state, but you're also, you know, you're in your bedroom. So you can, you see weird things happen in your room around you. Yeah. And
3: yeah,
0: yeah so, I could see my the, room. I could see the window, and I could feel myself getting pulled out. And I looked up, and I saw the eye, and then I screamed, and my mom came in there, and that was it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, so so the question of sleep paralysis is always, is it purely psychological, or is something else happening?
0: Yeah. Have you are the things you psychos- see, are they... No. No? No. no.
1: It's, I, I've, I've heard of it, and it's... I, I think it's a psychological... My personal belief on it, it, was, it was, it's a psychological thing. Mm-hmm. what you allow your mind to tell your body is real type of thing, because it's, and again, I don't want to be arrogant in the regards to say that it, you know, it, it, it can't happen, it, you know, type it obviously does happen, but for what reasons, I don't know. But it goes back to, you know, the supernatural type stuff like with, you know, our Uncle Daniel out there on Monday. You know the house that he lived in that was that was haunted by you know the guy the ghost that he called George. Oh yeah. You know the, the times that he felt you know that supernatural presence where he couldn't move in his own bed.
3: Right. And you man, know our, cousin, and our,
1: and yeah. our and then our and then our cousin Ray being out there you know in the same house having the same thing happen to him. So now he's like you know I know what my dad was talking about and I know that shit's right, but. Again, you know, it's it's a, it's the psychological part of it. You feel like it might be there, but is it really there? Yeah.
2: It's, hard, I don't, to, I don't it's know. hard to tell because you're half-sleeping. Exactly. It so very, I mean, you've, it's very, very well could be like dream. It could be dream in yeah. your dreams. You've, you've obviously reached that REM state of sleep
1: where you're dreaming. Yeah. And you haven't quite come out of that dream altogether, and that's why you're not able to move for that, you know, brief period of time until your body fully becomes, uh, until your, you know, until your mind becomes fully aware that, you know, you are out of that state of being that you were in.
3: Mm hmm Yeah. I mean, the one experience that I had with it that really sticks out to me is when I was in Japan. I had roommates, but they weren't there that night. They were on duty. But, uh, I was laying in bed. Well, what I assume was me laying in bed. Uh, pitch black and it's almost everything was 4k you know in some dreams it's like you know everything's blurred you know it's just a weird situation it almost seems unreal well sleep paralysis it was like i was awake in my room i was seeing everything perfectly exactly how i left it when i went to bed you know uh closet doors open pile of clothes on the floor um, the same bed sheets I was sleeping with, you know, everything door was shut to my room and I'm sitting there, look over same way. I left my dresser when I went to sleep, had my phone on it, my glasses, and I can hear something walking down the hall. It's a long hallway in that apartment I lived in. And it's just footsteps. It's like, and you're like, Oh my God, wake up. What the hell is that? Cause I know I'm the only one there I'm like wake up Wake up And I'm sitting here trying to move You ever lay on your arms And they fall asleep You lose blood flow to it Well that's kind of how it was I'm like get up And my arms are just like dead Mm -hmm. Just laying there And I'm like oh my god I could hear it And it was like Well you could assume Right when it was about to open my door I moved on from it And I was either dreaming again Somehow forced myself back to sleep I don't know it's so like you never know what happened after that you yeah. just know you got out of the situation yeah. and you moved on is that kind of how what you're what how did you experience it danny
2: I, I remember i used to have it uh in the army in my barracks room and i remember one night i had it not that it, like anything came up like that but like i was going in and out it was really weird like i'd go back and forth between being like awake and then sleep paralysis and the and the way I knew what was real and what wasn't was for some reason when I was like in my sleep paralysis state there would be like because my bed was like kind of up against a wall so if I looked to my left in my bed there was like a wall right there
3: mm-hmm.
2: and in my sleep paralysis state there would be like, a, like an AC vent kind of right there like next to my face that I could touch
3: mm-hmm.
2: or not touch I wouldn't touch it because I was like sleep paralysis but like it would be right there next to me but then if I was like awake in real life it wouldn't be there and I remember I had a night where I was just going back and forth where it was, it was the weirdest thing like I was just flip-flopping from like one state to the other So that that was one one experience I had with it and then I had another experience with it which is a little more weird where I was sleeping in my room and I was in that kind of like dreamlike state where I'm sort of like half asleep but I'm in, I'm aware of my room right
0: yeah
2: and I'm looking around and like I can't move and I see like man I, I swear I see like this this shadow thing kind of like come into my room and it sort of like slips in but I can't really like see it directly it's it's hard to explain and I swear my dog starts barking his head off and we woke up
3: Hmm.
2: and then I mean nothing happened after that but like it was like I had sleep paralysis and saw this thing and then something triggered my dog so I don't know what to think about that but it makes me think there was something going on outside of my head
0: Maybe besides it, was, it wasn't a mental thing you think there was something exterior that was well, going
2: on? I mean you know my dog he very rarely will bark at night like that. Like I can count maybe one or two times where he's ever done that. Hm. So
0: Well, you know, maybe that explains yeah. like going back to um to UFO abductions. You know, um I mean I'm sitting here looking through a Wikipedia page here and it says risk factors or narcolepsy. Like people will just you know, like you hear I where I first learned about it was dogs. Like you see a little dog sit there and all of a sudden he just kinda drops over and goes to sleep. You know, yeah. and it, it, maybe stuff like that happens to some people, and that just because they've had an experience or they fear the unknown, and it could be demonic or it could be, uh, a, you know, an alien type creature or some other type of creature. Maybe that's stuff that their minds playing tricks on them, and that's part of that sleep apnea. I'm mean, not sleep apnea, but um, uh, paralysis. Got that too. Yeah. Well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I, I definitely think the the abduction phenomena is real but not physically real. If that makes any sense. Like they're not I don't believe that aliens are abducting them, putting them on the ship and probing their butts.
3: Yeah.
2: But some something's happening to them and they're getting these memories imprinted in their brain. Yes. Yeah. And they believe they're real. And I don't think they're just purely dreams either.
0: Well, like uh, when people,
2: I I think this whole UFO thing—it's a paranormal, paranormal phenomenon, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it could be it it could be some of that. I mean, I I just I I don't know. I'm still learning a lot about it, and just because now the world is such such so small that now that you can pick up your phone and Google anything, look up anything, read anything you want about any kind of subject in the world. You know down the street wherever other side of the world it's you know it's a lot of information and sometimes it's hard to kind of process all that information and to um, try to find a a ground you know where you feel uh, stable you know um, I guess that's yeah um, I don't know it's I don't know if I'm going anywhere with that but it's there's just a lot of lot of information about it that we just – it's it's unknown. And, you know, we don't experience it um, or we haven't experienced it. I mean, I hear people talk about, you know, religious experiences, you know. I believe those are real. I believe those are just as real as somebody seeing a flying saucer go down the – you know, going down the highway. And they say one going across the highway or something, you know. Um, but – I kind of put a little more stock into the uh, religious aspect of it than I do the UFO phenomenon, but you got to think about it. What if what do you do? I mean, it's I mean, how do you process all that? I mean, it's like you don't want to you, you believe in God, you believe in the Bible and its stories and 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 what it means and uh, you know how we're supposed to be as people, and then you see something fly over and you're like. That doesn't look normal. I mean, it's like, what is that? And, You know, people start questioning things. You know, I mean, it's.
3: And you got to think, why would God? I mean, from what we depict, what we think aliens look like, I mean, it's just ridiculous. It was like some half-assed, thrown-together plan. Why would He make them that way? Why wouldn't they look similar to us?
0: Well, that's why I think that's it's. There is theories about their. Maybe
3: arm. they do look like us, and they're among us. Well,
0: the true. But uh, yeah.
1: they they live.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. And wasn't um uh, Roddy Piper the only one that could see him when he yeah. put the glasses on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on. On. Roddy Piper. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good movie. I don't care what anybody says. That was a fun that was fun. <laughs> uh but yeah, as I far came as like, two bubblegum and kick out. Smash, yeah And I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a thing, man. Is that with with um, it's with anything. When you throw religion into it, people are like, well, you can't do that. You throw these phenomenons in on top of religion. Well, you can't do that. You know, it's just. I mean, what's right? What's I mean, it's 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 hard to to understand it all. That's what I mean. It's just to to try yeah. to figure it out. I mean, we're all impressionable to a point, but I will say I think there is something to. I mean there's uh, astrophysicists and that talk about um, like uh, even like even Einstein, I believe it talked about like wormholes and um, uh, where a black hole inside of a black hole you know would produce like a um, a connection to another um, galaxy or another part of you know world or another world, you know um, that maybe that's maybe that's us coming back i mean because you think about the technology that they have now we're working on it and eventually we're going to figure it out they say oh it'll be 50 to 100 years before we could even get close to their technology but you think about it how fast technology has changed within the past you know 20 years i mean we're talking 2000 and before that cell phones sucked but now you got a cell phone and it's I mean, two hundred and sixty something gigabytes on my phone that I just got now is more in some little laptop computers. And yeah. just, uh, I mean, we 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 always get bigger, better, and you know, more uh, more this, more that, you know, to be quicker and faster and all that. And um, I mean, it's. I, I think that I, I I believe it's it's us coming back in some shape or form, Um, somehow going through a time loop or something, and we've come back and we're we're doing this. Like we're playing with our, well, I don't mean that to come off that way. (laughs) 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 But we're playing with ourselves, you know. So it's, you know, well, I knew it would be a matter of time getting attacked by the guard dog.
1: Yeah, the I, I, still, I still think there's a lot more going on from the government's um, aspect, even more so than what they're letting on to now. Because uh-huh. I mean, the deeper they explore into space, you know, the fact that they can get a rover onto Mars that sends back, you know, the images that they send back now. Um, I mean, you know, we've got we've got deep space probes that are out there that are literally, you know, traveling to the edge of what we know is our universe and sending pictures back and you know what are they out there looking for that they don't already know is out there
0: yeah
1: and you yeah. know what hap- what happens when that when that one space probe gets that one picture that we weren't supposed to see that gets sent back then what are they going to do
2: yeah and they they've gotten into weird esoteric things in the past that they don't really talk about like uh You know, the whole... You remember the George Clooney movie with the men of at Goats or whatever? Yeah. And that was comedy, but, like, a lot of that was real because if you look at some of the declassified documents, they were doing remote viewing where they were training people to be able to see things happening, you know, outside of, obviously, their immediate surroundings using, Mm -hmm. like, psychology or whatever, or whatever, I don't know what you call it. But, you know, if you look at... If you read the documents, they're, like... These people are describing absurd things. They're, like, talking about seeing things happening on Mars, like, a thousand years into the past. They're talking about, like, all kinds of crazy stuff like that. And this is in the documents that these, like, military people, these remote viewers are seeing. And then there was one case where um, a remote viewer, like, was able to locate a Soviet submarine. Hmm. That was, like, accurately located using... What do you call it? What do you call it? psychic? Yeah, psychic powers or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so the government. That's why I don't believe it when they 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 release these videos of these these little black spots on the on the film, and they're like, oh, we don't know what they are. We have no idea. Yes, you like, do. Like yeah, like you got an idea what's uh, something's going on. They got an idea of what's going on, and if they're lying about it, that means they're in on it.
0: When you were talking about Jacques, I think he had mentioned something uh, in that show that I was listening to about the there's a telescope or a um that they would look at this statue in um, we'll just say Russia and just to see how much snow had dropped, they would aim it towards the nose of this particular statue and it would um. could tell you how many inches it snowed that night yeah and meaning like you like even the Hubble telescope you hear people oh well they can read the the imprint on a dime from space through the Hubble telescope okay well obviously that means that they could have you know uh, cameras that uh, will be able to highlight or uh, outline or you know expose you know things that they're looking at on cameras, and I think they're just showing us a little taste of it. Just
2: well, that's a, yeah, that's another point is like these videos we're seeing are ridiculous, right? They're like grainy, like uh,
0: black and white.
2: Like my iPhone is better than these cameras. Like, come on, what's going on here? Well, even the Samsung <laughs>
0: Galaxy, the new one, they say they've got a. It's called a Moon Zoom, Zoom Moon Zoom or something. Yeah, yeah. That you can aim it towards the moon and you can see the craters and all that. Like it gives you a really nice picture, okay? Yeah. Well, if that can do that, obviously the the uh, the, the the cameras that they have on uh, these uh, planes, I mean, or even on the ships, I mean, they've got to be able to see stuff. Like, there really are hard. thousands of yeah.
3: telescopes. I mean, well, I don't know about thousands, but I'm sure there's a bunch of telescopes out there in what Danny calls proverbial space. Um, why are we? Why are Supposed aliens and ships Coming unnoticed Through all that Many times they just broke through And you know None of these telescopes Picked up on nothing
2: Well you know What's interesting is uh, If you see like The last link I sent you guys Of the CNN Or this is the The spaceship Or whatever (laughs) That goes in the water And like It kind of like Flashes in and out And disappears Before your eyes Yeah Which It's that They just appear They don't fly here Well Maybe, or I don't think they're they're real physical spacecraft. Again, I think it's I think they can appear at will whenever they need to, whenever they want to show themselves, and you know, and these things about these grainy videos, you know, it's either you know, either they're holding back, like, better, higher quality videos, or maybe these things are only allowing themselves to be seen at really great distances. So, these, you know, you have to have these videos like this that are, like, super zoomed in, but they can't possibly focus on something that far away, you know?
3: Yeah. Danny, what have you heard about um, the Air Force's uh, Project Blue Book files?
2: Ooh, that was... um yeah, it was like an old investigation or something, like, back in the day. It, there's something conspiratorial about it. Like, you, I'm I'm trying to remember. I don't have it off the top of my head. But there was something that a lot of people think it was faked or something like that.
3: Yeah. It says, well, from what I'm reading, approximately 1% of all unknown reports came from amateur and professional astronomer, astronomers or other telescope users. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting.
2: So yeah, it was like a study by the Air Force of uh, UFOs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it
3: was, it's yeah, like it, the yeah. government doesn't want to believe that
2: I think it was like a it was like a thing where they like made it like made a public effort so look like they were looking into it and. Then came back with the conclusion that uh, oh, it was nothing.
3: Yeah, because back in those those days, this was like the
2: fifties and sixties, right?
3: Yeah,
2: where they were that was back when they were hard denial. You know, denial, nothing's going on. Don't worry about it. Which is you know really weird that they're doing the opposite now. Yeah and I don't know I'm just skeptical of anything they say it's like it's like when they say UFOs are fake I think they're real and now they're saying they're real I think they're fake
0: <laughs> you just can't be satisfied
2: <laughs> whatever they say is is wrong
3: <laughs> did you hear about the uh, I'm reading this here um, in the province of Siena back in 1978 a young motorist saw in front of him a bright object, two beings of small stature who wore hel- or who wore suits and helmets. The two approached the car and, after watching it carefully, went back and rose again to the UFO. Do what? <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, an- another another point on the whole, uh, you know, demon hypothesis, I guess, is that you know, demons in the Bible or other places or whatever, you know, they're known to take forms, right? Mm-hmm. Or they look like something. And the and one idea is that, like, the reason they're taking alien forms is because that sort of became a pop culture thing that didn't exist basically prior to World War II. Like, space, uh, science fiction, space, pop culture... Uh, you know, there was a big explosion of that kind of, like, books and stuff like that, really after World War II.
3: Yeah.
2: And so those kind of things got put into, like, the popular culture and mainstream, uh, you know, thought. And so if you buy into the demon hypothesis, it's kind of like they were taking that form because that was something people were familiar with at that time. And that possibly other times in history they're taking the form of other things that people are familiar with. So, like, you could even go back to, like, I don't know, Middle Ages, and people believe in, like, I don't know, the werewolves or, you know, something crazy like that. And they see them, you know? But are they really that?
3: Yeah. Yeah, it says here, uh, UFO sightings gradually increase since the war, peaking in 1978 and 2005.
2: Yeah. 2005, huh? That's interesting. (laughs) I wonder
3: why. (laughs) We missed out on it when we were in school. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know. I I still can't get my head wrapped around the demonic angle of it, of stuff that we're seeing in the sky. Um, Because I I, I don't know. This is going to sound strange. But it seems like we're giving them the, the evil one, if you will too much credit too much credit it's like he can go do this and be seen everywhere and, and but apparently we, we can't experience god in any way and and um you know i mean I, I think it's um i don't know a religious experience to to see a sunrise and a sunset and i used to tell tyler and amber when i'd take them to school in the morning you know when they were older i'd say look don't miss a good sunrise or a good sunset. You know, it's um, something to be thankful for. You know, and those are religious uh, to me, spiritual experiences. And you know, yeah, I think that's you know God-driven to me, in my opinion. But I think we're giving the evil one a little bit too much credit because um, when we start talking that talking about that, you know. I know it's going to be discouraging to people of faith that are really heavily into their faith, Um, and I I would like to be comforted in in that way someday um, in my faith, Um, but it seems that uh, with UFOs, I believe it's something that's been created by God and possibly it's just we're experiencing it now you know because of technology maybe um uh maybe we're more aware of things around us than we used to be you know i don't know i mean it's that's that's part of the unexplained um I, it it could be i mean it just it could be a lot of you know you get into different religions You know, like I think the Hindus in that uh, more Indian uh, Indians are more Hindu uh, Hinduism is if that's the way they call it, you know, and reincarnation, you know, somebody comes back. Oh, hey, that's Uncle Joe, (laughs) some bird. But then somebody might say, well, you know, I was picked up by this this figure on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere and they knew everything about my life and you know maybe it was my my parents or one of my cousins or something you know I don't know it just it's very unexplained Uh, yeah so I'm not going to give a lot of a lot of credit I'm not saying you are but I'm just saying it's I'm not going to give him that much credit I I think uh, you know the evil one I'm not going to give him that much credit I think if it's out there I'm not going to believe in it in a way where I'm going to bow to it and and say, hey, you know, you're our creator, you're, I mean, I don't know.
2: Well, I (laughs) I would like to see where these government regulations are leading to. I'm suspicious of them, and we'll see what kind of the end game on that is. That's still up in the air. I think there's a big report coming out that Congress has commissioned them to make. Uh, We'll see if there's any, you know, honestly, I expect them to come out and say we don't know anything. That's probably what they're going to say. Probably. (laughs) But we'll we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But I think, I mean, I think in general, throughout human history, people have had unexplainable phenomena, and it's only really a a modern thing with modern science that we have, like, this arrogance that we don't believe in the unexplained. Like, everything should be explained, and we should know exactly what everything is. Right. And I think we're, we're coming across something in the modern world that is something people used to you know people used to have unexplained phenomena and that was just kind of part of the world and they lived in the world that was not explained and we, we and we thought we explained everything but you know we didn't
0: yeah it's very it's a very very interesting <laughs> subject to say the least i mean it just it can you can go anywhere with it you can blow it up to anything you know, make it sound like you know you're an expert on it or or have an opinion i mean it's just it's it's just crazy because it's all over the place it's just the the water seems to be so muddy on it that's you don't know who to believe or or who to you know who to listen to and and i think now nowadays with the you know the governments you know we've got the the big three you know us china and russia you know military wise um, I'm sure there's a lot of things that, that they probably know about it that they don't you know talk about you know or, or bring up I mean even the Russians from what I understand were involved um, during the Cold War with things because there were sightings that that Jacques that you're talking about there were sightings of uh, UFOs coming over up on the um, um, up around near where Carlos is at in Maine. Um, In the main area up around in near Canada and all that, that uh, UFOs had come over some silos and completely shut down all the uh, nuclear silos and were able to enter codes in that only they knew it was the proper codes to start them up, to launch them and all that. And there's Uh documented evidence about that or, you know, eyewitness stuff. Um, So I I think that... You know, I think the government, they know a lot more than they're going to tell anybody. I mean, for goodness sakes. I mean, look at the stuff that we have nowadays. I mean, would you ever have thought in a million years that you'd have a phone that you could do anything you wanted to with it? And... I mean, really. I mean, when we were kids, you see Star Trek or Star Wars and they had communicators and all that. But, you know, it's it was science fiction but now a lot of the science fiction nowadays is sitting right here on our laps (laughs) you know right in front of us um
2: yeah yeah I just think uh you know within about within 70 years of the Wright Brothers we had a man on the moon that's how quickly things moved right that's crazy to think
3: you know what's scary to think is whatever it is that we're reports of seeing what if it overtakes Earth and we're seeing it firsthand? You know what? That would make me think of Independence <laughs> Day. No,
0: <laughs> I told you
3: the Second Coming. Randy Quaid was right. Yeah,
0: you're 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 right on that because I thought about that too. I was like,
3: if they if we ever saw these things and they were just swarming the Earth, what would you think? I would think the Second Coming. I think Jesus is coming back, and <laughs> we're we're in for it.
0: Something's getting set up. You know, it's getting ready to happen, you know.
3: I'm gonna get my tinfoil
2: hat on and just say get get ready for something get ready for something wild and crazy to happen in the UFO sphere and don't believe it. (laughs) If you're a firm believer in the if you're a firm believer in the Bible, I don't think that's how the wrap is gonna happen, but I feel like this UFO thing is leading to some big revelation. Like, you're going to... I don't know if, like, this is crazy, but, like, you turn CNN on and there's going to be an alien or something. Like, there's going to be something...
3: (laughs) Scary Movie 3 with... Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Cocaine guy. Uh, Wild
2: thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, Charlie Sheen.
3: Charlie Sheen where the aliens are, like, walking in the background and... (laughs) I think it's going to be a
2: big... it's going to be a big psyop for some other reason, like uh, in the Watchmen, the comic book. Mm-hmm. You know what they do in there is they have a fake like squid alien uh, invasion, right? Mm-hmm. Which like it's fake, and they they fake it and like destroy like half the world, and the reason is to like unite the world, which was on the brink of nuclear war beforehand. Because the, the comic was written in like the eighties, you know. I don't know if you follow
3: Doomsday at all, but. That clock is getting relatively close to striking
2: midnight. Yeah. Well those I think those people are clowns. They just you know, they do it for attention. But
1: they, I don't, don't they trust experts. the world. They, if they wanted to unite the world like that they'd miss their boat a long time ago.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's that's a lost cause now.
3: I mean that kind of makes sense. I mean the government's trying to do this to scare us to funnel more money in.
2: Well, the world is becoming more and more globalized. The economies becoming more globalized. Uh, yeah, governments are becoming force, that right. way. Yeah, that, I don't know. I think that's a big nothing. I think like that's a big just. What are they doing? I
3: don't know.
2: Messing around with satellites. I don't know.
3: What they're already doing?
2: You know what it is? It's more make work to spend money and give money to contractors for nonsense is what i feel like it is.
0: Yeah. yeah. Could be onto something there.
2: But, you know, whatever.
0: I don't know. It's very it's it's hard to put your finger on any of it, man. I mean I mean the technology that that we've got now, I mean it come from somewhere and and to I'm using a, an uh, uh, an analogy somebody had said that uh, people were you know if you were to drop off something say like a a motorcycle modern motorcycle or something in in the Victorian age what would they think about that I mean how would they react to that you know yeah. so
3: something they burn you yeah something to think about as we wrap up here. If aliens did present themselves to us, and it was just a whole fleet of them, what would the world do? That would just straight up, you know, go against everything that the Bible says, and, you know, religion's almost thrown out the window, and then the world's just going to go insane.
2: Well, isn't that convenient, huh, Rachel? Religion goes out the window, and the Bible goes out the window. Who would want that?
0: The evil mm. one.
2: That's that's kind of where I'm going with with this stuff is like okay if if they put an alien on CNN tomorrow, what's, you know I'm not going to believe it.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I get I get that. I I, I do, and and I think I would uh, lean heaviest on uh, on God in times like that instead of running away from him. I mean, like look look here. We need help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is is not cool. You know, could you figure something out for us? Lead us, show us the way, you know. Um, That's the way I would approach it. And, you know, but, well, we won't know until it ever happens. Well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up.
3: It was fun talking with you all, as always. Yeah.
2: Good talk, good talk, good
0: talk Yeah, it's a good one I love these subjects Good game
2: <laughs>
0: Good game, y'all uh,
3: See y'all listeners we'll get out there next time, guys Yeah, you listeners out there Until next time
0: Oh, and we always forget this Don't forget to like us on Instagram uh, Facebook And uh, check us out on Spotify Under Seats Taken
3: Good night, y'all Peace.